0: Welcome to Connected, episode 477. (laughs) Today's show is brought to you by Masterclass, Notion, and Oracle. I am your welcomer, Mike Hurley, and I would like to welcome Federico Vattici. Welcome, Federico.
1: I feel very welcome. Hi, Mike.
0: I want to make everyone feel welcome. That's what I'm going for today.
1: I I felt a really warm welcome from you today, so thank you. Can
0: you do this for Steven? Can you welcome him?
1: Benvenuto. Stephen. Oh. La senor. To the show.
0: Do you know, what he, you, we have no idea what he said to you. I said welcome. No, but that's what you say. You said welcome. We don't know what you said. Oh, sure. Okay. You know, you could have said anything. Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: I cursed at Steven <laughs>
0: at the beginning <laughs> of the show. <laughs> you put a hex on him.
2: <laughs> no, not again.
1: <laughs> a plague on your house.
2: I, I was laughing, Mike, because there was like a little bit of hesitation as if you forgot what show you were announcing.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: I forgot
0: how to do it. I just started. You're like, welcome to... I don't to- think I've ever said welcome at all. Well, because I also had... The, the hesitation was me looking for the episode number. Mm. But I don't know why I said welcome. But that that's what you got. It's different every time. It's different
2: every time. Well, do,
1: you, do you guys ever forget or like have to think for a second about how old you are?
2: Yes. Mike Mike got it wrong on a podcast once.
0: And then someone wrote in to correct me.
2: <laughs> yeah, we had follow up.
0: <laughs> Best follow up of all time. <laughs> that is an unbeatable follow up, right? That someone writes in to tell you how old
1: you are. Did they you're like you're actually thirty <laughs> four?
0: Yeah, it was that. It's like Mike's act- whatever old, it- whatever old it was. Like you Mike's actually thirty three or whatever, like that. Vaguely. Friend of the show, Rob. remember mm-hmm. that great follow up. My favorite piece of follow up ever, ever. But I will give you another piece of follow up that I enjoyed. It came from many people. Many people sent it in to me. Uh, I think I saw it first from Keegan. Because I was talking last week about reading comics at night and I wanted my iPad to be less bright. There is an accessibility setting called Reduce White Point. Hmm. This is available in Settings, Accessibility, Display and Text Size, Reduce White Point. And when you turn this on, you can make the screen go incredibly dim. And there's actually like a slider for how dim you want it to be. I then set this to my triple click accessibility shortcut on the home or like the lock button, and I also put it in Control Center where you can, you know, you can have the accessibility shortcut in Control Center too. And so now at night I can make my iPad go super dim. Uh, I know at some point I'm gonna forget that I turned this on and I'm gonna think <laughs> my iPad's broken, but that is a problem for the future.
2: I I know you don't have a whole scientific lab there to measure the nits, but is it no, like a noticeable difference?
0: It's just one nit oh just the if one you can believe it yep one nit It's no. like when, when apple uh, said
2: the apple watch uh screen go to toe one hurt or whatever they said yeah
0: one hurt everybody one hurt uh no it's incredibly dim like really really dim like it makes a huge difference how just how much further you can bring it down with the reduced white point i recommend that you try it uh, like on a device just to see what it looks like if you do have this thing, but yeah, this has solved my th- my problem, and I could tell that this was going to work because so many people wrote in to tell me about it. Mm-hmm. So like it's it's a it's a thing that's gotten out there in the community somehow, and now uh, here on the Connector Program, I'm helping to to perpetuate this information amongst the, the listeners.
2: We have some real time follow up. Kate, okay, okay. the official historian of Relay FM, says Mike has started two episodes connected with "Welcome Before Today" episodes nine and eleven.
1: Oh, how can Kate know this?
2: I think we're an underscores thing where you can search for things we've talked about, pod search or whatever he calls it.
1: So you could just
0: search the word "Welcome," I guess, and it, yeah. would, uh, it would come up.
1: Interesting.
2: Or
0: Kate just like stop time, listen to every episode. And then confirmed of us.
2: They said, I know things. That's kind of menacing.
0: <laughs> it's a lot of power to just give one person, you know? It really is. That's why we only have one historian, because otherwise they get together and you can't handle that.
2: Mm, or maybe there was some sort of historian death battle and Kate just came out victorious.
0: It's, we actually can't legally can't talk about how the historian was picked. Okay. Uh, Stephen, I hope that you're stocking up or have stocked up already because Apple stopped selling OS 10 Lion and OS 10 Mountain Lion installers from the Apple online store. No. Up until no. a week ago,
2: they were still selling them. No, what am I what- going to do
0: now? <laughs> from 2011.
2: Yeah, they uh, they got rid of all the linen releases of macOS
0: 10. <laughs> Mountain Lion was the one that they released by surprise, right?
2: They announced it by surprise. Yeah, uh, like Gruber and some other people had like a press meeting. They're like, uh, mountain lions here.
1: Oh, uh, was was that was that like uh, the in the briefing scene like in a in a hotel room or something like?
2: Yes, daring fireball mountain.
0: It was the Lion. one where John yeah. Gruber wrote about it and then was told not to do that anymore. I think I think is how the law goes. Like, he wrote about an the behind the scenes about the briefing. Yeah, and I think was told never do that again. Yeah, because you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to talk about like the, but that was actually the more in, maybe the more interesting part. I remember where I was when this news broke, because it was like such a wild day. I was still working at the bank. I was in a, a particular part of the job that I hated during that time, uh, and yeah, I remember that. It was very exciting, and that's all I've got for you.
2: Yes, <laughs> on that one. Lion, as I'm sure everyone remembers, was sold digitally in the Mac App Store. And it was the one Craig Federighi was young and nervous and like his hand was shaking on the trackpad, all that business. Uh, But you could also get it on a USB installer. Well, I dug mine out. I have my USB installer in it's little carrying case right here. Plug it in. And Mountain Lion was only in the App Store. But this is not as big of a deal as it seems because in 2021, Apple made Lion and Mountain Lion and a bunch of other old OSs available for free to download. So... You can still get them, don't worry. I'm worried. Don't worry. I'm worried
0: because at two, any point they could
2: just Two, two not great releases, <laughs> really. Lion and, lion, and mountain lion, but that's okay.
0: Isn't mountain lion like the one that everybody fantasizes about, though? Snow leopard is Where, the one everyone. Snow yeah. leopard uh, that's gets all the hot one. and bothered over. That's the one. No new features, but there were loads of new. There features. were yes,
2: some massive new features in Down central uh, dispatch. Snow leopard. Uh Lion and Mountain Lion were linen y, right? Linen UI everywhere. Lean-y. And Lean-y. they brought a bunch of the iCloud stuff. So like reminders and notes. And no, no,
0: Stephen, it's Lion. Not linen. What did you say? Linen? Like Lion. They were lineny no.
2: releases covered
1: in linen. Lion. Linen esque.
2: <laughs> OS ten <X> mountain linen. <laughs> yeah, OS
1: X mountain linen. ten linen. Yeah. OS <laughs> <laughs> Mountain <laughs> linen. Linen. Mountain linen. <laughs> the accent's coming out. <laughs>
0: the <linen. laughs> Oh, interesting. That USB key was one of those weird, like half USBs, right?
2: It's just exposed contacts. Oh, it's like yeah. a piece of plastic with three little contacts on it. It seems like the most fragile thing ever.
1: Can you plug it in right now into your computer? Yeah, plug it in. It's plug it sealed. in. Come on, plug it, it in. Like, plug it plug in. Plug
0: it in. Unseal it and plug it in. Plug it in and try to install on. lion on Apple. See Silicon. what happens.
2: I think I have an unsealed one. Hang on.
0: He has more than one. And also, do you get this? Yeah, he won't. Hang on. He won't unseal it. Like it's somehow important yeah. to keep the Mountain Lion installer in a sealed box.
2: Yeah. Why is that important to you? I have no lion idea. OS 10 lion. Mac OS X version 10 version 10.7. All right. I'm going to plug it in. We'll plug it in. This might be the end of the podcast. This is, it's going to crash. Plugged into right. my cow digit. <laughs> so bad. Kay. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll put a screenshot of what shows up. Install it. <laughs> Did you get the installer?
1: <laughs> just install, install it right install now. Click next. Click continue. Let's just fire up the wizard. You okay. Know? Mac OS 10 install. Do it. Oh, it's it's it. even got the custom. Look icon. at it.
0: It looks like it. That's cool. That's cool that's, that it still that's does very nice. that. Double click it. Uh, okay, I'm going. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah, do it. Do
1: it. Install me. Install dot it. app. You
0: coward. Install uh, it. You uh, so coward. Are you
1: one of those people that shows the dot app? Oh, no. You got an error.
0: Wow. You know what, Steven? Appreciate that you actually clicked it. You know?
1: Wait, what's the, what's the error message saying? This version. This version of macOS 10 is too new to install to run install mac os, X from mac OS X 10 from macOS <laughs> 10 10.7
0: <laughs> I feel like at some point that has gone around on itself, you know, like that's like there's like a double negative in there somewhere. 10. This version of Mac OS 10 is new new is too new to run install mac OS 10 from Mac OS 10.7. <laughs>
2: what? So I think what I, I, they're saying is this version of Mac OS X, which I'm running, it's not called a Mac OS X anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's too new to run the application install Mac OS X from the volume Mac OS X 10.7. But that's a hot mess of a mm.
1: sentence. No, that's words in English.
0: Well, I thought it might have meant that you could only run it from Mac OS 10.7.
2: I don't know. It's very confusing.
0: Uh, Bellroy have launched a new Apple iPhone. Apple iPhone. My word. Have you guys heard about the Apple iPhone? I know the Apple iPhone. The Apple iPhone? The Mac phone—they've released a new Mac phone, iPhone 15 <laughs> Pro. geez that mountain lion thing has firm me off. Now I'm the mountain lion, right? Yeah. Like I'm doing this, just saying things over and over. The again. mountain lion yeah. is coming from inside Wright the house. has released an iPhone 15 Pro case that has an actual button for the action button, and actual I just wanted action. to see if this it, it, actual action—if this excited the two of you—and I wanted to maybe check in on your cases and also if you're still using the action buttons
1: that's too many questions pick one uh
0: question number one are you still using the action button okay i went with the (laughs) non-obvious question
1: (laughs) yes what are you using using it for now multi-button still the same uh i got by default uh creates a new task in things and if i press it again uh runs apple frames and I'm still working on finishing up uh, an update to the shortcut that um, when you run the action button inside a compatible app, it does something else. Okay. So if I run the action button when I'm, when I'm using things, uh, it brings up a menu to do stuff with the selected task. Steven, what's your action button doing right now?
2: It is tied to a shortcut that just gives me a text field and whatever I put in the text field becomes a task name for Todoist's inbox and it's automatically due today. But in the 17.2 beta, anytime I try to use this, but then try to dictate into it, it crashes. So uh, I need to work on that.
0: That's really good. I think that tasks is the best thing for the action button, like adding two. to your to-do list. I think, Federico, mm-hmm. that was a genius idea that you had, uh, like a brainwave, and it 100% played out to be correct. What are the two of you using for cases now, and are you happy with your cases, and is the Bora case good Still
1: the you? Nomad one, Nomad leather case, holding okay. up perfectly, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, a- you're using the Halloween leather one, right? Yeah, yeah, because I hate the environment, yes.
0: No, 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 no! I it's not what I was getting at. I was just mm-hmm. saying you
1: were using the fancy one. They're both leather, right? Yeah, I'm using the fancy one. Real bad for planet. Which one Earth. is it? Um, the modern with... leather case, right? They call it, I think. I have no idea. They p- sent so, an cool. email saying, "Hey, we have iPhone cases," and I clicked buy.
2: I have the non-horween leather, so the the less expensive Nomad case, and yeah, I I love it. It's it's like the Apple leather case, but better. And it's it's held up great. You're still caseless. Oh, of course. I like to live my life. Mm. You know, I have thought about like what would it be like to use the fine woven case for a year, but I don't think I'd make it. I was with a friend the other
0: day who uses the fine woven case, and they've obviously had it on for I don't know a couple of months. Look bad. Look real bad. I didn't mm. say anything to them, but who I was it? At that case. Somebody we know. I won't. Yeah, mm. I bet I'm not going to say. And uh it was real bad. It mm-hmm. looked terrible. <laughs> it really looked bad. It looked like the whole case had faded is what it looked oh like. Oh my god. It did not look good to me. I mean if you're if you're enjoying your fine woven case, you know, go go wild. You know, go woven go woven crazy over there, but like <laughs> I don't think it looks good. You know, I I think that, that it doesn't look good. And yes, I am relitigating the fine woven drama, you know? It is the holiday season,
2: boys. You know what that means? Oh, oh, oh. Discounts, baby! Mm. You can go to giverelay.com and you can get 20% off any annual plan across the network. So maybe you really like Connected and Connected Pro is interested in you. And like you know what? I would like to hear longer ad-free versions of the show. You can get 20% off the whole year. Or automators, or MPU, or Cortex, a whole bunch of other shows. So you can go to GiveRelay dot com and check it out. Twenty uh, percent off runs until December fifteenth, and you can uh, use it more than once. You can send yourself a gift. There's a way to do that here to as send well.
0: Others' gifts. Maybe you can send other people someone gifts. Someone in your life's like, "What shall I get you for Christmas?" And you'd be like, "Here you go," and you send them the link to giverelay.com dot com because this will be all the way up until December fifteenth. So. Lots of gift given opportunities are available for you there. And then you can get, say, for Connected, this show that you're listening to, longer ad free episodes of every single episode of Connected, plus a ton of bonus content uh, that we put out with many of your favorite hosts and crossover episodes or interview episodes. Me and Stephen do a monthly show called Backstage, where we talk about what's going on behind the scenes at Relay FM. You get access to the internationally famous and multi award winning Relay FM members Discord.
2: Did you know about those awards, by the way? You say awards like prizes? Multi
0: award winning, yeah. We have we have won multiple awards for our Discord because it's so good.
2: Yeah, the 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 Discordies, I think yeah, is what those are called. They,
0: we've won multiple awards because it's such a good Discord. Uh, there are lots of wallpapers Stephen how many wallpapers or how big is that wallpaper file now uh, huge, let me right? look uh,
2: relay there's so admin. many
0: wallpapers every time there's like some fun custom art on a show we make a wallpaper out of it there's so much fun stuff there it's available for you and you can get it for 20% off by going to give relay.com
2: it's a hundred and eighty images that's a lot of
0: images some could say too many wallpapers Half,
2: I mean it's desktop and mobile so it's 85 each
0: but still, some would say that's too many. But if you have 85 screens, we have an individual wallpaper for each one of them now. Uh, you can go to giverealay.com or you can just you know sign up for any show on an annual plan and use the code holidays2024 at checkout.
2: The Discordies. We're going to win again. Yeah, we're going to crush it. It's going to be awesome. Take that, Club Max Stories. <laughs>
0: that's unfair. <laughs> hey, Club Max Stories also won some awards. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations, Club Max Stories Thank Discord. You.
2: Thank you, thank you. you do have the coolest membership name out of anybody, that's for sure. Yeah, ours is just the Relay FM membership because <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> go with a cool name. Well, because there's so many names within the name, right? I have some bad news. Okay, so some long-term follow-up. Really, we've talked about HomePods before. Uh, Federico has had many, and sold many, and bought many more over the years. What is your voice assistant of choice at the minute, Federico? My
1: voice assistant
2: yeah like are you using amazon stuff using home pods what are you using right now i
1: uh, I, I use the home pod primarily i have the amazon echo in the living room but i only really use it to turn on the outdoor lights and right close the shutters or open them in the morning
0: okay is that so you can speak in italian and don't look yeah. silly in front of your friends yeah okay yep. fair enough that's yep. a, that is a genuinely good reason like yep. but <laughs> i just wonder what what the yep. difference was but, as, soon as obviously uh, i know all these things are home kits
1: so. yeah as soon as siri becomes uh, multilingual but i'm gonna get rid of the that amazon echo
2: the third of my three original home pods has died i'm now what zero for three on my original units
1: i have two of them
0: they're still fine I've, I've repurposed them here at the studio like what are you doing
2: i don't know i've gotten uh, we we're talking about the mpu forums the other day like People are all over the place. Some people's have lasted forever. This one that just died was in the kitchen, got the most use of the three by far and lasted way longer than all of them, but it died. So I replaced it with a, like the Navy blue HomePod mini and it's fine.
0: So how many HomePod minis do you have now?
2: A uh, bedroom, kitchen, two in the studio. And then we have a kind of a floating one on that battery dock that Federico brought to the show a while back. It's quite a lot of HomePod minis. So Five. That's a lot of Humpab mini's. They're great though. I mean, yeah. They they're, they're great. They don't sound like it doesn't sound as good as the full one did in the kitchen, but I mm-hmm. wasn't going to go buy a, another full size one, so the mini the mini it is. Sorry for your loss. This episode of Connected is brought to you by MasterClass. When you learn something new, it just feels good. Mike, tell me about your experience with MasterClass.
0: So my favorite masterclass that I have taken was from Sir Lewis Hamilton, my role model, a uh, hero of mine, is a Formula One racing driver. Mm. Uh, and I really look up to Lewis. I find his story to be inspiring. And that is kind of what I took the most away from his masterclass on kind of the winning mindset, is what he calls it. So like how to get yourself into the position where you are able to allow yourself to ex- to succeed. And I I found it to be really inspirational and really interesting to hear him talk about his story and also how to think about how it could be applied to other people's uh, life experiences too. I really loved it. It was awesome.
2: Masterclass makes a meaningful gift this season for you and anyone on your list, because both of you can learn from the best to become your best, from leadership to effective communication to cooking and so much more. Whether you're watching Masterclass on your TV, listening in audio mode in the app or on the website, the quality speaks for itself. The Masterclass instructors are there to help you reach your next level. And it's a lot more cost effective than paying for one-on-one classes from the world's best. Because with the Masterclass annual membership, it's just $10 a month. That means memberships start at $120 a year for unlimited access to -to one-to-one classes with all 180-plus Masterclass instructors. And when you're scrolling through the site, there's some very impressive names on this list. Over 180 classes to choose from, and new ones are added every month. With Masterclass, you too can boost your confidence and find practical takeaways that you can apply to life and at work. And if you own a business or lead a team, why not use MasterClass to empower and create future-ready employees and leaders? This holiday season, give one annual membership and get one free at masterclass.com/connected. Right now, you can get two memberships for the price of one at masterclass m a s t e r c l a s s masterclass.com/connected. Of course, that link is in the show notes. Offer terms apply. Our thanks to Masterclass for the support of the show and Relay FM. It's Q&A time. It's a holiday week. We thought this would be a fun uh, break from kind of the the normal tech stuff. And honestly, people are only talking about OpenAI, and it's impossible.
0: You've already heard that conversation a thousand times, so we're not going to have it. Yeah, we're not going to
2: have it on this show. We're going to do some Q&A, and uh, I'm going to start with a question from Ava. Ava asks, what is each of your favorite Apple products, hardware, or software of all time?
0: I have a short list of contenders, and I'm hoping that in speaking them aloud to you, I might be able to pick mine. So, iPod Mini, because it's like, it's awesome, and it's what drew me to Apple. I had a pink iPod Mini that I loved. The iPad Mini is just, it's just the best, right? Like over all of its iterations, I've enjoyed that product a lot, and it's really good at what it does. Mm -hmm. The M2 MacBook Air is my favorite Mac of all time, and. The iPhone 15 Pro Max is my favorite iPhone, and I know that it's like the it's the newest iPhone, but the newest iPhone isn't always my favorite iPhone. Like the iPhone 14, kind of boring, wasn't a big fan of it. Right. Um, looking at this list, the iPod Mini would just be pure nostalgia, so I don't think I'm gonna go there. I think I'm gonna go iPad Mini. I think it's like mm. for me the best of all of the things that I like about Apple products and so I think I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna say the
1: iPad Mini is my favorite Apple product of all time. I had this list in mind um two hard like two hardware devices and a software um Mm -hmm. entry. Um so I was gonna go with iPad Pro, AirPods and shortcuts in my short list. Mm. For obvious I mean iPad Pro because of course shortcuts Also, I don't think I need to explain this, but AirPods, um, not, and I'm not referring to any generation in particular here, but just the idea of just how much I've been using AirPods since their introduction seven years ago. Multiple hours a day. Multiple hours a day. How they simply created a market that didn't exist, a brand redefined a whole category. So, uh, and shortcuts i mean obviously it used to be workflow and then it was acquired by apple i am going to go with i think it comes down to ipad pro and airpods for me and i think i will still pick the ipad pro as my favorite apple product of all time just because of what it did to my life like it it really showed me the way of what i wanted to do with my career and I and for all its problems, I still love using my iPad Pro. Like, I really do. So, mine is the iPad Pro.
2: I've got three old ones and one new one. The first one is purely emotional, the third generation iPod, the one with the red buttons no one liked. My first iPod uh, meant a lot to me to get it, and I used it for a long time. Uh, 12-inch PowerBook. Didn't own one at the time, but it's like the super cool notebook from a long time ago software is this more about the idea of the application than the application itself but aperture like a professional photo app from apple aperture had its issues but i would still like photos to to gain some more powerful features and then the uh the m2 macbook air is just so good the design is awesome there's really nothing to complain about in that computer and i uh you know i had one and then i went macbook pro from my only computer and got rid of the air and i miss it i, I wish i had room for an m2 air in my life the cracks are starting to form
0: hmm. this is how it begins maybe steven just needs to verbalize something like that and then his entire worldview changes
2: also really like my mac pro lots of good things this is a hard question pick one um pick one mm, mm, third gen ipod <laughs> you picked the last ipod as the best apple product ever <laughs> no the worst you know? ipod was the well maybe the worst full-size ipod the worst ipod was the shuffle with no buttons
0: come on i mean that was just like its own thing you know it's just out there living its life yeah no one could use it <laughs> This <laughs> uh, is the, it's the yeah, human. It's the humane pen before the humane pen, You know, like that's what it was out there wow. doing. It was out there doing that. Uh, Kariku wants to know what did you have for breakfast?
1: Ah, uh, okay. So mine's a, a very particular one. So Sylvia and I, we've been following a diet lately, and um, okay. So I'm gonna try my best to describe this. Uh, I believe they're called buckwheat crackers. This 100%, like, um, it's not peanut butter. It's like 100% nuts, sort of, how would you call it? It's not cream. Bread? Spread, yes, thank you. Okay, Yeah, and that. So, just, and, and a coffee. And actually also, like and, 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 a, and a glass of, again, 100% oat milk. That was my breakfast. You, had a, you have a
0: glass of oat milk? You should drink oat milk?
1: yeah interesting yeah. i've never known anybody
0: to do that I'm, I, I'm sure people do it but
1: we found a really good brand that it's mm. just uh, no sugar no extras uh there's a lot of like these oat milks that you can buy like at the supermarket that yeah. have either salt or sunflower oil in yeah. them and this one is just water and oats i guess
0: have you considered like I know you drink your coffee as espresso, right? Like yeah. have you considered something like a cappuccino with oat milk Sylvia in does the morning?
1: Silvia does it, I don't. And
0: you wouldn't want to do it?
1: No, I just prefer, okay. them, prefer them separate. <laughs> yeah. But no, she I understand that. It. It's just because yeah.
0: because you're drinking the oat milk, it's like, well, you could combine them, but if you don't yeah, yeah, like
1: them. She does it. She does it. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: I think Sylvia's got the right got the right idea there, yeah. to be honest. A-
1: and it. and I take my espresso with just one teaspoon of honey. Uh, I stopped using oh, sugar honey. months ago. Yeah. Stephen, what did you have for breakfast?
2: I had a glass of orange juice and like a little oat bar kind of thing.
0: I don't eat breakfast at Wh- Latte. What? <laughs> I don't have breakfast at No, that's super bad. So, Steve. what was the first thing you ate today no, then? Fine. Did you have lunch? Uh, I had some, like, they're called rye Vita, It's like a rye cracker with a Philadelphia cheese spread and a tangerine. That was lunch, and that was at two o'clock in the afternoon, I think. I don't eat breakfast. Breakfast gets on my nerves (laughs) because, look, for breakfast, all I want is things that are bad for me for breakfast. So if I don't have breakfast, then I don't have the things that are bad for me:
2: Mm, bacon and pancakes. Yeah,
0: or just like cereal. So I don't have, I don't have, I don't have it.
1: All right, next up we have Peter. This question is about me, so I don't know. (laughs) I'm
0: sorry, I didn't order them very well.
1: (laughs) Peter asks, "How does Federico speak such perfect English?" Uh, Thank you, Peter. I don't think i do. Uh, you do uh uh lots of practice I would say since I was little lots of video games lots of t v shows lots of books uh uh t v shows and movies without subtitles and uh just a, you know been podcasting for ten years at this point so i mean it would be concerning if it hasn't if it hadn't improved, so your
0: English is super good though like your english is is basically perfect like listen to me a minute ago i couldn't even string a sentence together
2: or oh, you had some linen stuck in your throat earlier i
0: did i did that
2: was the problem right yeah but, uh, thank you
1: peter appreciate
2: it nyleen asks what's the
0: it's worst Nilean. let Nilean, me tell come on federico says it all the time now you yeah. can do
2: this say it again nyleen <laughs> Stephen and names the and permanent it. struggle it's so bad they ask What's
1: no, the no, way? come on. You can do this. You yeah, <laughs> can do this. Is, this is Neil the American Anne. school system at work wow. here. Okay, wow. Go for it again. Nilian. Okay. Close. Close. What, is,
2: what is the worst tech product currently in your possession that you still use?
1: <sighs> this is such a good question.
2: Yes, and it's an easy answer for me. The
0: Amazon Echo Show. <laughs>
1: okay, why? We
0: just replaced it, which was good. Like, we replaced it with a little one. So we had, like, the the old 10 inch one and we just replaced it with the eight inch one Uh which is great because the 10 inch one would just stop working like it would just stop like you'd ask it to set a timer and it would just restart (laughs) oh no (laughs) that thing was really struggling it was like a 2018 model or whatever Mm -hmm. um and it was very unhappy and we just replaced it the screen is better it's smaller which i prefer if we're gonna have to have it i would like it to have less counter space i do not want this product in my life uh this is something purely that my wife wants i the what i don't like about it is how much crap it puts on the screen and i know that you can kind of get rid of the crap but Adina wants a lot of the crap that's on the screen which are effectively ads for how to you to do more stuff with the amazon echo but she likes to ask it the questions it prompts to ask, like, what's the dog breed of the day? Which is just like, who the hell cares? You know what I mean? Who cares? Like, who cares what Amazon thinks is the dog breed of the day today? I will say it did say, it did ask me the other day to ask it what the Pokemon of the day was, which is, I guess, a real turning point for me. But I don't like this product. Was it Licky Tongue? I, I didn't ask because I refuse. Um, yeah I'm I, I I just I think that they really dropped the ball. like the only thing I like about it is that it shows me images like from our fo- like photos. I, I upload photos from our vacations to uh, the Amazon photo library thing and it shows me images. but I wish I could get rid of it, but this is just one of these things that i I'm, I'm losing. It's a battle I've decided to lose in my house for the sake of harmony in the home.
2: I'm gonna go with the magsafe battery pack. Yeah, it's a bad one. It's annoying. Uh if you have a Pro Max, it can't charge your phone all the way. I mean I use it, I keep it charged, I keep it in my backpack. There are times that it has saved my bacon, but it's it's pretty bad.
1: I'm gonna go with the Apple Magic trackpad, which I use uh with my iPad Pro.
2: Like the external standalone
1: trackpad? Yeah, the external standalone Wow. One. Have I told you guys what I've done?
2: I don't ta- think was... I have.
1: Oh, no. So, <laughs> how many so, you kickstands know, this... did you
2: put on the trackpad? No, <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, you know, I have this setup yes. that lets me use the iPad Pro with the glasses at night, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I close the cover on top of the iPad Pro. I use that fake clamshell mode technique that I wrote about months ago. And I can just watch TV shows or read stuff um, with the glasses. So Sylvia doesn't see anything. But, of course, I still need to control iPadOS. And so I told you guys I got a Magic Bridge from 12 South to hold the Magic Keyboard and Magic Trackpad together. And then I told you that I had gotten from Amazon those uh, glow-in-the-dark stickers for the Magic the Keyboard. very janky glow-in-the-dark Very stickers. janky. Now let me tell you, those glow-in-the-dark stickers didn't last long. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> that- I'm not setup. surprised about that. I to couldn't be stand it. I yes. hated it. I wanted to. I wanted to throw the keyboard out the window. <laughs> Would you not like the way they felt? No, it just it just felt stupid. It's like, what am I doing here? Why? why do? <laughs> in 2023, why am I using a keyboard with glow in the dark stickers on it? Like it's ridiculous. It's
0: a good, Federico. It's a very good question
1: to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had an I had an epiphany. I realized, you know, there's this company called Satechi. And they make a keyboard that I believe is just about the same size as a Magic Keyboard. And I was right. So they make a keyboard called the Slim X1, which is a very similar footprint, asterisk, which I'll get back to in 10 seconds, to the Magic Keyboard, and it supports multiple devices, and it's properly backlit. Now, when I say it's almost the same footprint, it was almost the same footprint so long story short i modded the magic bridge oh no i, I had to cut some parts <laughs> and i sanded it down <laughs> and it works now i have a modded wow. magic bridge that i personally send it down and it holds the slim x1 and the magic trackpad uh-huh. together and it it's it's i actually i think i did a pretty nice job i smoothed out the corners and i had to use a, a knife to cut a bigger hole for the satachi power button but it it it's perfect now um i hit the magic trackpad though uh, I hate the fact that I don't know if it's because Apple has uh, patents on on multi-touch trackpads. I don't know what it is. I hate the fact that there are no Windows equivalents. Like there are no third-party. There, there are no third-party trackpads. Essentially, like the Apple Magic Trackpad is the only accessory that exists in its category, and I hate that this is our reality. I still have to use it because I cannot come up with anything else that supports, um, that is not a mouse, right? Because I I, I don't have the space on, on my lap for a mouse at night. I don't have the Surface to put it on. I gotta use a trackpad. I gotta use the Apple Magic trackpad. I hate the fact that it doesn't support multiple devices. I hate the fact that it charges via lightning, and I still have to use it. So that's my answer.
2: So you don't hate the product. You hate the strategy around the product.
1: The product, yes, I guess. Uh, that would be a good way to frame it. Uh, the product itself is very good. The, the multi-touch gestures are very good. And it's, it, it is the arguably the best external input device for, for iPadOS. But I mean, the lens I had to go, you know. To to make this happen, I'm
2: just glad you didn't have to sound, sand down your trackpad.
1: Yeah, I I hate this
0: product because of the weird things I've wanted to do. That is a very interesting framing on this. Yeah, I hate the magic trackpad because when I'm in bed at night using my X Real Air AR glasses, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I need to use lightning.
1: One one day, one day, one day, you will tell me, Tichi, you were right about consuming content. Oh, we are glasses today no, is not federico, that
0: day. federico i'm not i'm not accepting that i'm not accepting that because you use the X Real glasses that now you're like a prophet of everyone should use glasses for their content i am
1: a digital prophet
0: like this is a thing from a long time ago you know like the idea of glasses for content
1: yeah but i do it in a special way
0: so you sure do yeah no one's gonna argue that
2: oh mary's
0: here hi mary
2: hey. hello you have to come talk in the microphone
0: Hey guys! Does Mary know that that's in the podcast? She's taking the last
2: calendars to the post office.
1: I am gonna do that.
2: Enjoy the post office. Uh, Mike says, "Enjoy the post office." Do you have any headphone takes to share with the audience this week?
1: I was just about to ask: Are there any new headphones coming out? <laughs> uh,
2: we'll She's see. Ready. We'll At a moment's notice. Keep me posted. We'll get you on the show next time. There's some new beats. Official Beats correspondent Mary Hackett. The other the other night, uh, Mary came in. <laughs> She's just dragging calendars across the floor. She came in from the garage, and she said, oh, no, I've lost one of my earbuds. It was on my iPad case, and I carried it in from the garage. And when I say it was raining outside, it was like a flood. It was raining so hard. Like, if you dropped your earbud in the walkway, it's dead forever, right? This is the problem Medina has, just leaving AirPods laying around. I don't know what it is with these people. You got to put it in the case when you're not using it. I was
1: outside. The case was inside. I only kept one in. Take the case with you. But I can hear you. Need me. <laughs> this is a really real-time follow-up that you're getting. Yeah. It's your actually
0: happening. Thing. It's like in stereo. This is it's like the stereo follow-up, follow-up is up. happening.
1: The follow-up inside is coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, next question comes from Ryan who says why did you choose to rebrand the show from the prompt to
1: connected when you started Relay? I don't know, because then Benjamin was going to sue you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, do you want to go to the next question? <laughs> just leave it there. We'll go to the next question. Federico, short question.
1: <laughs> James wants to know, what is your current setup for music listening? Oh boy. Uh, Mike, you go first.
0: So when I'm at the studio, I have just one HomePod mini. Uh, I have my two HomePods, but they're for the TV. And so I just leave them to do that. Um, so I have them plugged into my TV. But really when I'm listening to music at the st- at the studio, I'm only ever doing it when I'm sitting at the desk where I'm like doing my work for the day and a HomePod mini mini. On that desk, more than suffices because I also don't want to be a pest and have music too loud. Um, at home, all Sonos, every room, all over the place. Sonos Central. Over there.
2: Did you see that they're going to do headphones next year?
0: I did see that, and I'm, I'm intrigued. I don't I'm don't actually think, intrigued
1: too. Uh, I am.
0: I, d- I don't think it would be for me, but I also know how good that company is at making products, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't rule yeah. it out. Like I think mm-hmm. it could could be very i'm very interested
2: does sonos support regular airplay
0: yes yeah and bluetooth
2: if they had like airplay headphones they could be pretty no they would just do bluetooth they just do
0: bluetooth you well, don't need to, to do airplay but i mean yeah they could do airplay could but do they would just do bluetooth surely
2: so uh sonos is gonna have uh headphones out before the airpods max get a revision
0: that's that is very possible
2: i think it is yeah
0: it is very possible. I yeah. was uh, I was feeling the lightning hate that you had last night, Federica, when I got my AirPods Max out to charge for yep. going on the plane. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh now I need to find a lightning cable. Yeah. So I I really
1: I really dislike that I gotta keep one of these stupid cables around because they're still accessories that use them.
0: Yeah. We still have them around because Adina needs to charge her AirPods. She has three pairs of AirPods Pro. Mm. I don't even I feel like I don't even know if I need to get into that. <laughs> Uh, and so we're not going to replace hers. We're not buying three pairs of AirPods Pro 2 to replace the AirPods Pro, so she's going to have to keep using those for a while, I think.
1: My simple answer is that (coughs) (laughs) uh, I have a HomePod Mini with a portable... (laughs) Simple answer. uh, So I have a HomePod Mini with a portable uh, uh, charging base that we spoke about a few episodes ago. I have AirPods Pro, uh and i recently no actually it was like a couple of months ago i've uh, been using them and i really enjoy them i have the bose um quite comfort ultra wireless mm-hmm. headphones uh again i didn't want to use airpods max anymore i've been trying to get rid of lightning everywhere in my life and so i really enjoy and i recommend the Quiet Comfort Ultra. I tried the Sony XM5 first, and I returned them. I uh, wasn't particularly a fan of the design and the sound. the The Bose ones. The these came out this summer, I believe. They're excellent. I really, really love them, and they support pairing to two devices. Uh, that's my the the simple answer. Just a HomePod Mini, AirPods Pro for something super compact, or wireless headphones, if I want to have something more with noise cancellation. The more complicated answer is that I have my whole setup over here, and I have uh, a DAC, which is the Matrix Audio X-Saber 3. I have a headphone amplifier called the Wells Audio Milo, uh, made in the US. I imported this thing years ago, and I love it. And my go-to headphones are the uh, Abyss, uh, the Diana Abyss. And the my favorite, arguably, are the uh, iFi Man Sosvara. Um, these are audiophile headphones. I have my whole setup with Rune uh, running on my Mac Mini server with my personal music library. That's for, and I have my, my comfortable chair here in the office where I can just, just sit down, listen to music and all of that. But most on, on a daily basis, most of my music consumption is iPhone, AirPods, or the Bose headphones.
2: So for me, if I'm in the office, it's just the studio display and uh, AirPods Pro for on the go. And then, you know, HomePod mini scattered throughout the house. This episode of Connected is brought to you by Notion. Notion combines your notes, documents, and projects all together in one beautiful space, and navigating that space is easier than ever thanks to Notion's new feature Q and and A is an AI assistant that can answer questions about next quarter's roadmap, find that marketing campaign proposal that you're looking for, or dig up a long lost link all in seconds we've been using Notion over at Mac Power Users. We've had a collection of Google Docs and spreadsheets forever, and we've moved it on to Notion. We have this awesome database we've built out with all of our episodes. We can pull in the sponsors, pull in different topics, and it's working really well. It's so nice to have it all in one place, and it's giving us visibility into things that before were hard to do. So one thing I've done is I imported all of our history of all of our episodes, so I can easily search one page and see, you know, when's the last time we talked about this topic or that topic. It's really made us more efficient over at MPU. And with Notion AI, I can get instant answers to my questions using information from across all the pages, documents, notes, everything in Notion. If you have an urgent question you normally turn to a coworker to answer, just ask Q&A instead. It'll search through thousands of documents in seconds and answer your question in clear language, no matter how large or complex your workspace is. And you can trust that your data is secure because Notion AI is designed to protect your data. No AI models are trained with your information, the data is encrypted, and answers will never use information from pages that you don't have access to. Try Notion AI for free when you go to Notion.com slash connected. That's all lowercase letters, Notion.com slash connected to try the powerful and easy to use Notion AI. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show. That's Notion.com slash connected. Our thanks to Notion for their support of the show and RelayFM. All right, Patrick asks... If you could choose one company to be acquired by Apple, what company would you pick? Dropbox,
0: because I want it to be good again. And between Dropbox and Apple, they're both making it bad. So let's take Dropbox, make it good again. Let's make Dropbox great again.
1: And Apple's the one okay. to do it. Enough. Thank you. <laughs> Someone had to stop me. Belkin. So they can be, so Apple can finally make accessories that make sense.
2: Belkin's a good one. That would be really good. Mm. I'm going to go with both of y'all. I think Dropbox and Belkin are both really good answers. Wow,
1: I think that's good. I, I, I
0: could hear the stalling when you were saying how good Federicos were. I wasn't expecting you to just straight up bail on the question, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, appreciate the attempt. You know? I, I, I don't know.
2: Those are both really good.
0: But thank you. <laughs> you are so kind. We appreciate.
1: Uh huh. What has come out of connected or the prompt that you are the most proud of? The fact that we never got sued by anybody. I'm keeping with that theme. Yeah. No, actually I have a serious one. I was really proud when our, our work was on stage at WWDC with Tim Cook in front
0: oh, of it. Oh, great answer. Such a good answer. Yeah. That's kind of unbeatable, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That Timmy. was, that was pretty good. Friend <laughs> of the show, Tim good. Cook for the day, yeah. you know,
0: uh, I always enjoy our live show's 2019 live show was fantastic, and it changed the course of the show forever. Oh, was it the one with the tattoo? the one with the tattoo and it was just, it was it was ridiculous, probably unlistenable, but I had the greatest time, and I think we unlocked a new uh form for the show because of that live show, so yeah it makes me happy. it made me very happy.
2: We did something
0: something happened in that show. we did a thing. we did a thing.
2: Uh, I think for me, it's the ability and opportunities we've had to talk to Apple or record at Apple after events and being invited as press to WWDC and the iPhone event this year. um, That's that's a big deal. And I know we all do things beyond Connected, but uh, Connected itself has been part of all those conversations. And that's something I'm really proud of. We've had a lot of opportunities unique to this show.
1: Okay, so next question, get ready, because this is a complex one. Zach wants to know, if you could add or change a rule for the Rikis or Flexis without needing to consult your other co-hosts, what would you change?
0: I have a serious answer. Okay, let serious. And I, I think it's something worth considering for some point. I would like to change the risky pick rules. So we could actually score points during that round. I agree. Ryan later pointed out that the last points scored from a risky pick was in November 2020. So it's been three years since somebody scored a point. So I think that this could maybe be something that we consider at some point in the not-too-distant future that we change things up when it comes to what's risky.
1: I have something in mind here. okay? And I think we could potentially... More nicely balance the, the 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 risky picks, if we relax the rules a little around a, a pick needs to basically be totally new and cannot be present at all on any rumor blogs, and I feel like there's potentially something we can do in terms of. Because going into Apple events, there's always, like, something that has been rumored, right, Mm. Uh, but, like, that that not even 9to5Mac or German are, like, sure about it. I think we could make a decision and, like, judge the pick and say, okay, is this risky enough? Like, if everybody is saying, look, there's going to be a MacBook Pro at, at the next event, and it's pretty much a given, then okay uh th- that's not risky but usually like this always happens there's these new leakers and these like sources that you don't hear often and they get picked up by 9to5mac or mac rumors and they say well according to this person but they don't exactly have an established track record now technically speaking right now with the current rules of the risky picks we cannot use those rumors because technically they have been rumored even though they are risky because they come from a source with an unproven track record so i think there's probably something we can do there because we are effectively making things up
2: (laughs) at this point you mean are you insinuating that i did not have an inside source about the DAC? is that what you're saying uh, <laughs> yes, mm. that is a hundred percent what I'm saying, Federico. <laughs> I like this. I think it's going to
0: cause a lot more arguments. Yes, but yes, I would be down for but it. But also,
1: fully points. Point.
0: <laughs> yes, I, and I think one of the key things will be that we will need to provide more detail for these picks than the others. Yeah, and yeah. I think it will be down to the details. Well, we will be in January doing the annual picks. Yeah. So mm. I think we should maybe, or oh Stephen, if you would make a note and we can table this for discussion, I would ratify this rule change personally because I think we should do it because it, we basically have a whole round that nobody can ever score points in. And so like, well, mm-hmm. What's the point of the points?
2: That's a good one. Uh, that's what came to mind for me, too. And I saw you had written in the document. I was like, yep, that's that's the one. I did not realize cool. it had been three years since someone got a risky, though. That's wild. So it's time for a change. Kate asks, so that open AI stuff, huh? We're not talking about open AI today. No. I do have a hot take, though. Please go on.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I would vastly prefer... If open AI had been absorbed into Microsoft, I feel like this technology is safer in the hands of a big company with more eyes on it than a company that's clearly unstable. The new board is all dudes, which is not good and is small. I think I think more eyes and more people working on this is better. And I wish that Microsoft had absorbed it. Did Microsoft get their seat on the board? I don't know. I, I know
0: they were asking for one.
2: It's wild to me they didn't have one before. Like what happened there? It's
0: the whole non-profit thing. Uh, look, uh, my I agree with you, but I do feel like this whole thing has just meant Microsoft will have a much firmer grip over OpenAI than they did before. I don't think they're going to keep allow going to allow for a situation like this to happen again because this tanked their stock. It was not even right. So uh, yeah, I can see where you're saying and I actually think it would have been very interesting if Microsoft would have taken it, but I would be very surprised if they did not have much more power that they could exert over OpenAI now than they even did before. What a wild weekend, though. I mean, just... Uh, Aaron asked, do you think Vision Pro will impact how you do your work?
1: Yes, 100%. Yeah. It's yeah. the one thing that I know will change in my work routine next year because I have all the right conditions To make it an ideal accessory for me, Uh, I spend usually uh, all afternoons by myself since Silvia's at work and uh, I don't have anybody else but the dogs to judge me. And the dogs, they love me, (laughs) even if I'm wearing a headset.
0: (laughs) I like how you you that's ideal. No, it's like it's like. The dogs love me, even if I'm wearing a headset, which yeah. seems to suggest that there is someone that maybe doesn't when he's wearing the headset.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Okay, um, fair enough. Just checking. Just checking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes, sometimes when I'm watching, uh, i was watching For All Mankind with the glasses. Mm-hmm. And sometimes Sibla, she wakes up in the middle of the night and a couple of nights ago she woke up, she looked at me, she was like, oh, and she went back to sleep. <laughs> It's like she had that look, it was like this guy. It's like you live with a comment section. Yes. <laughs> you,
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, someone's got to keep you in check. You know.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've clearly failed. <laughs> so the the question,
0: the answer to this question is twofold, which is like one, yes, whether we like it or not. But two, like, I am genuinely excited about it. Like, I am, I can't wait. Like, But if, whether we would want it or not, like, it's going to have to change our work because this is what we do for a living. And so mm-hmm. we have to just get with the program. But I'm excited about that program.
1: What do you think, Steven? I don't know. You're, you don't I, know.
2: I'm honestly nervous that it's going to be a product that's not for me and that that's going to be bad for me <laughs>
0: career-wise. I think that's what I'm saying, right? Like... It kind of doesn't matter. Like you could make that choice if you were just a person, right? But mm-hmm. you kind of don't really have a choice, right? Like at least for the first year or whatever, you're just gonna have to like deal with it, which isn't nice. But like it's what your it's your job, right? Like people want it, yeah, from you. They want the content. They want that Stephen take.
2: Yeah, Stephen take is nausea, you know, potentially.
0: But there will be a, I mean, okay, excluding that part, right? Like, if you're able to physically handle it, like, people will still want a contrarian take on it, which you'll be able to provide if you're not, like, into it. But you're still going to have to, like, absorb yourself in it and, like, do the thing. Yeah, Time will tell.
1: Uh, Next question comes from C-C-R-N-L. External. The
0: Colonel. I think it's the Colonel. I think it's Colonel Sanders. Uh,
1: And they ask, on the most recent episode of Analog... Casey said he was thankful for where his computing life is these days. How do you feel about your computing lives at this point in time? I don't know. I love mine. I, I have, you know, got the iPad, got my glasses. I honestly love where I'm at at this point, except for those accessories that I mentioned a few minutes ago. Uh, and maybe iPad hardware. Uh, but... <laughs> I mean, it's fine
0: as it is. It's not like it's it bad. Fine, you know? It's not
1: bad. It's just uh, it's 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 kind of boring because it hasn't changed at all in five years. Um, but it's not. I mean, it's it's the, the 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 big iPad Pro is a pretty good computer. Uh, it's hmm. just uh, it's it's reliable, is what I will say. It's reliable hmm. and sure, iPadOS could do more, but I really do like the combination of. Uh, what I have right now between the iPad and the studio display when I'm at my desk and the glasses, when I want to use the glasses. And then if you look at, uh, like, I love that I'm surrounded by portable consoles, like handhelds. I love that we're living in a handheld revolution. And even though it's technically not computing, I mean, those things are computers. So yeah, I am, uh, I'm pretty happy, I would say, but really optimistic for 2024. That's how I would describe it.
0: I'm very happy with where my computing is right now. I have like, a very good set of devices, and I'm very content.
2: Yeah, same. I mean, Apple Silicon has been such a an amazing move on the Mac, and the iPhone 15 Pro Max is an incredible phone. Mike, like you said earlier, you know, one of the best ones in a long time. And even things like AirPods, right? Like, they're amazing. And I, I really have nothing to complain about computing-wise at all. Ryan asks, what is your favorite album or song that was released in 2023? I would like to
0: recommend uh, an album called Bewitched by an Icelandic artist called Laufi. The best way I can describe Laufi's music is it sounds like they stepped into a time machine from the 1950s and then just appeared now. Uh, I will recommend a song called From the Start from this album. If
1: you listen to that and like it, you're going to have a good time. I don't know if I can pick just one. I will go with song Now and Then by the Beatles. Oh. Just because I love everything about it.
0: I have a very Federico take on this song, I think.
1: A very Federico take?
0: I have not listened to it because the thought of it makes me too sad.
1: Oh, no, it's a very good song.
0: I have, I'm have. i sure it is, but just there's something about this song that just, just the pure idea of the song makes me sad, and I feel like that's almost something that I could imagine you saying, so I have yet to hear it.
1: Interesting. <clears throat> uh... For album, I am very much torn at the moment. For now, I will go with Boy Genius' the record. It's it's up there. If this is not gonna be my favorite album of the year, it's probably gonna be either. I'm torn between Boy Genius' uh, the new Blink One Eighty Two and the the new album by the Main. So it's probably though I'm gonna go with Boy Genius.
2: The new Blink One Eighty Two is very good. Yeah, good. And been just like so heartwarming to see them together, you know, for such a long time. And but you know, 1989 Taylor version is getting a lot of play in my house.
1: So Mm. there's that going on too. Obviously, you're allowed to
2: like it.
0: Yeah. No shame around here.
1: No, it feels like you are. I'm holding out for Reputation. It feels like this album is happening to you.
2: (laughs) It is a little bit. Okay. Okay. But when Reputation comes out, I'll be, I'll be dead. This episode of Connected is brought to you by Oracle. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete with costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI, Eight by eight and Databricks mosaic. Take a free test drive of OCI at Oracle.com slash connected. That's Oracle O R A C L E. Oracle.com slash connected. Our thanks to Oracle for sponsoring this show and relay FM. Charles asked if you could
0: have one Apple product gain water resistance, which would it be? AirPods Pro. They're not. Okay. Okay. Well, they're, like, sweat-proof, right? Like, I, I think if you dropped them in a bathtub, they're probably done. Yeah. Or at least it's one of these things where... Because I know people put them through the washing machine. All the time. I think it's, like, one of these products. I know, like, OTJ did it recently for, like, the eighth time, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. and uh (laughs) he does it a lot right he he puts his airpods in the washing machine a lot it's one of these things where like maybe you can put it in a bag of rice and it'll be okay but maybe it won't be
2: i don't know my lion usb installer is probably not waterproof
0: that's probably true uh i would choose the ipad mini because uh when i take a bath like steven uh, I like to have an iPad mini with me and to watch videos, and I'm always worried that I'm gonna destroy my iPad mini. in fact, the other day, I accidentally sprayed it with the shower head, so oh no, <laughs> it was fine. I was very scared, but it was fine. Did
2: you do the thing where you started the tub and it was still diverted to the shower head?
0: Yes, and the shower head was aiming at the iPad.
2: oh yeah, I always jump every time I do that. I like jump back and scream a little bit,
0: oh. <laughs> okay yeah a little scream <laughs> you know i can imagine you doing
2: that and you're you know you're not dressed right so you don't want to cause a scene but
1: uh i would go with uh just the uh, uh, keyboards in general just this has never happened to me but i always fear the thought of like oh i have this butter of water next to me or this yeah. cup yeah. of coffee next to me what if i like and this Knock on wood and everything. It's never happened to me, but like I hate that thought.
0: I have dumped liquid into a laptop and destroyed it.
2: Very early on in Relay's life, you killed a laptop.
0: No, it was like three weeks before the company launched. I destroyed my MacBook Pro. Three
2: weeks before. My
1: name is T, once you know.
2: No, it's Federico. What? It's Federico. You said my name is T, but your name is Federico.
1: Where do you quit a Zoom call? Again? <laughs> if you just come on queue, it will get you out. <laughs> How do you think your experience of tech compares to the experience your audience has? Do you think you're ever disconnected from what most people think about tech? And if so, does it matter? I have an answer for this question I've been thinking a lot about. Uh, I think
0: the answer is yes and no simultaneously. I think that by and large, we have access to much more technology than most of the people in our audience would even bother to have, right? Either by choice, like because most people don't want to have all of the technology in their lives that we have, or we just have the resources to be able to acquire it, whether financially or borrowed or whatever, right? But I feel like if I didn't, Prioritize having access to technology, my shows about technology would be boring. Yeah. Like, I think that no matter what people might say or think, if we did not have the new iPhones every year, we would not be able to intelligently talk about what is going on at Apple. So we're kind of locked in. And I prioritize technology purchases over over other purchases for this reason so like there are things where i'm like oh i won't buy this or i won't buy that because i know i'm gonna have to save up to get this thing and so as well like coming up with weekly content is hard Mm -hmm. and having access to new products really helps us do that and do our jobs like Mm -hmm. and i understand that like it means that we are a we are off kilter with the people that listen to the shows but like you can just listen to us and choose if you want this technology or whatever or make your own life choices but as technology entertainers or journalists or writers Mm. or whatever you'd Mm -hmm. like to call us we need to use the technology have the technology and be able to talk about it and if we don't prioritize access to these products I don't think we're doing our jobs effectively personally so that is my feeling
1: I have an opinion here to, to build upon what you just said, which I agree with completely. Uh, and the thing is, um, sometimes I hear people say, oh, uh, I, I want to read. And I think I've said, said this before on the show. Uh, sometimes I see these folks uh, ask for, uh, an, finally, uh, a, a, a normal perspective, like an average person perspective. Uh, And and I see these people sometimes clamoring for a blog or a podcast from regular people. And see, the thing is, that's the kind of idea that works on paper. But I would bet, I would actually bet money on this, that you wouldn't really want a podcast or a blog from, from someone who doesn't do this for a living. And see, the thing is, what we do whether it's you know categorized as entertainment or information or a combination of the two ultimately people come to us and we're really grateful that they do but i think it's it if you really think about it at the end of the day it's a very transactional thing where people come to you because they're either looking for escapism or they're looking for information or again a combination of the two right i want to think about something else and in the process i also get informed about what's going on and so i feel like once you lose that, right, once you lose that person who's very different from you and does this for a living and, uh, and has all the latest gear and all the latest devices and is really into Apple, if you lose that, you ultimately lose the audience. Because nobody wants to listen to a podcast by my mom, you know, and I use my mom, could be my friend, could be my neighbor, could be just someone who does something else in their life, Um you will maybe listen to an episode and be like, oh, this is a really fascinating perspective, but imagine coming back every single week. And they're like, yeah, well, I don't know, I'm still using an iPhone 11, and I guess now they're doing the action button. Who knows? I don't care. So, yeah, I think we do have, uh, my name is T, uh, we are disconnected from from the rest of the audience, and that's exactly why it works.
2: I think you all summed it up really nicely. I mean, I often compare what we do to, like, sports, journalism i think there's a lot of parallel there right where we do because we knew this a long time and worked really hard at it we we do have access to things and to people and to conversations that not everyone does and it's our job to portray and to share those uh conversations and our opinions on things each week right and it is hard each week but you know I, I, I see this feedback a lot. I see it a lot with MPU and I do struggle to understand it because it's, if, if we, if what we were doing is like a journalistic endeavor, and I think it is to a degree, right? There's always a mismatch there, right? There's always someone who has the information or the opinion and sharing it with other people and that with it, Come some level of disconnect. And I don't think that's bad. Now, I think it's got to be, I think we have to pay attention to it. I think we have to keep tabs on it. I think if we, you know, were, uh, I don't know, something like flying around on private jets to WWDC and, you know, really like really disconnected with how normal people are, that would be a problem, right? But because we just cover technology, right? Like the three of us, and almost everyone we work with, like we're just normal people in the rest of our lives, right? Like we worry about the same things everyone else worries about. We have families, we have partners, we have, you know, aging parents we worry about. Like the rest of our lives is, I think, very typical. It's just in this one area, we've been fortunate enough to take an interest and turn it into a career. And with that comes some weirdness. But I think in general and overall, I think we're doing uh, a pretty good job at, at staying grounded in that while also taking advantage of the opportunities we have to make the best content we can.
1: Uh, or the other way to think about it would be, would you go to a restaurant run by someone who sometimes cooks.
0: <laughs> I just want a regular cook. <laughs> I just
1: want, I why don't we have restaurants run by regular people that sometimes eat frozen food and sometimes There is they also, cook. like,
0: the, the regular person argument kind of doesn't, that person doesn't even exist anyway. Because, no. like, inherent in wanting to write a blog or start a podcast, they're no longer a regular person. Yep. Like, they already yep. have an increased interest in technology. Like, yep rather than everybody else mm-hmm. man that the cook argument is like perfect that is that is a regular person's kiss you know
2: a a a a a a a a asks apple gives mac detachable touchscreens but kills the ipad are you happy or sad sad cuz for you the ipad's about the software yeah i think i'd be sad and the flexibility of yeah, the hardware i think i'd be sad
0: yeah, yeah. I, I want iPads more than I want touchscreen Macs.
1: It just it just be sad because it means it it, it, it was a it was a, a, a decade long experiment that didn't work out. Ryan asks, do you regret creating a plan
0: of succession? Wait, we have one
1: Triple J. Oh, that's not a joke. No, I mean um, it's a
0: succession plan, but there's no regret because nothing's ever come of it like they're no. just there in case we ever need them and nothing's ever happened but like I
1: thought it was more like an sort of off the cuff like oh yeah, those, those guys are our successors. maybe
0: we need to talk about the succession plan again, yeah. I just read a quote from uh, Tim Cook, who was on Dua Lipa's podcast, which is just like a sentence that I've just said that I kind of can't believe I just said, yeah, uh, and he was talking about uh that they have like very deep Succession plans at Apple, which you'd obviously assume him to say, uh, but that um, he has no intent, like no desire, or like he doesn't want to go anywhere, basically. Like he's all good, he's set, and he's happy. So John Turnus is just waiting in the wings then. Oh, and he was ready.
1: He, you know, he's ready. He can't wait. And finally, we have reached the end of this QA episode. Brands wants to know since Relay began. What is the longest amount of time any of you have kept a single Mac for? I th-
0: I had my iMac Pro for I think like four years. That that might be it. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a long time a long time product for me.
2: I had I had my Mac Pro for three, a little over three years, and uh, I, I would have kept it longer, but it was the I need to sell this before it's worth nothing. Because uh, this is a business, and I do have to pay the bills, and it, I didn't have the luxury of uh, letting it depreciate longer than it did.
1: I think mine was was either the MacBook Air that I kept for a very long time from twenty thirteen. I mean it's it's a, it's up there. It's five years. I think I had the MacBook Air for five years, and then I had the Mac Mini. Uh, I used the Mac Mini as my main Mac from 2018 to this year to 2023, so five years, until it be, uh, until I got a MacBook Air with M2, and the Mac Mini became my uh, yeah became my home server. So it's 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 one of those two. Usually, five years would be the uh, I guess the span of my computers.
2: Well, thank you all.
1: We have had some cues.
2: Yeah, we answered some questions. We got. Introspective. I feel just really weird now, but it's over. Uh, if you want to find links to the, the things you spoke about uh, there on the web at relay.fm/slash connected/slash 477, don't forget we are running our annual membership sale. It's 20% off any annual plan between now and December 15th. You want to go to giverelay.com to sign up. Uh, Thank you all who have already done it. And thank you to our members who are with us throughout the year. It means uh, everything to us that you choose to support us directly. You can find us all online. Mike hosts a bunch of other shows here on Relay FM and go check out his work at Cortex Brand. You can find Federico's writing at maxstories.net. And you can also find him on uh, other various properties, App Stories, Remaster, Federico's all over the place. Uh, you can also follow those guys, of course, uh, on Mastodon. Federico is vatici at macstories.net. And you can find Mike there as I M Y K E I iMike, at Mike.social. You can find me on Mastodon as ISMH at eWorld.social. I host Mac Power Users here on Relay each and every Sunday. And I write over at 512pixels.net. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Masterclass, Notion, and Oracle for making this episode possible. And until next time, guys, say goodbye.
1: you Cheerio.
2: Bye, y'all.